Welcome to Real Brave and Unstoppable. Here, you'll hear stories and inspiration about showing up in the world authentically and having the courage to create the life you want. I'm your host, Courtney Rivard. I'm a mom, recovering engineer, lover of the outdoors, and professional life coach. I help smart women just like you live happier lives full of purpose and joy by empowering them to love who they are, get unstuck, and take action toward creating the life they dream of. In other words, I help them be real, brave, and unstoppable. It is possible and you can do it too. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Real, Brave, and Unstoppable. I feel like I always talk about how fast the time goes when I open the show, but seriously, how is it almost November? It's crazy. As I'm sitting here looking out my window, it's like the 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 leaves are so pretty. There's like red and orange and yellow. And of course, there's a lot of green too, because in Maryland, the leaves don't get like that vibrant. But today, it's 78 degrees here in Maryland. 78 degrees. It's crazy. I'm kind of looking forward to sweater weather at this point, wearing my Uggs. I really, that's like I live in those in the wintertime. I don't even care what they look like with things. I just, they're so comfy. That's that's my thing. That's what I do. I wear those <laughs> all winter long. So today I am going to dive into feeling stuck and how we get out of that. It's not as hard as you think. It can feel really hard, but it's not as hard as you think. So I have a story to tell you about this to kind of illustrate what I'm going to talk about. When I was growing up, I always felt the need to be someone different to fit in. Like when I was really little, I remember being, I was so tall. All the other kids were shorter than me, even the boys until they went through their growth spurts. And I just always remember wanting to feel smaller. And I don't think, you know, in the earliest days, it wasn't really from the perspective of being thinner. It was more just being smaller. So I just had this, this feeling of being too big. And as I got older, I kind of, you know, I just always wanted to do things really well to be you know, accepted or acceptable. And the thing is that by thinking I needed to be different, that I wasn't enough just the way I was. The funny thing is I never really felt like I fit in anywhere because I was never being myself. Like I was never really being truly authentic throughout all of that. So I'm going to add to that story. And when I first moved to Maryland, it was 2004. So the story probably took place in like 05 or 06, maybe. I was deep into my photography business and uh, doing really well with that. And I hosted a group of local photographers at my house to just so we could meet each other and form a you know local photography community. And later in the year, I happened to go to a workshop, a photography workshop with a couple of those women in Philadelphia. And we all like shared, shared a hotel room and we drove together and stuff like that. And it was funny as we were talking when we were there, I found out that when they first met me, they thought I was super intimidating. <laughs> and I, th- I just thought, oh my gosh, you thought I was intimidating. That's like so weird. But what that was is that 
I always showed up like I had to have my shit together. Like I couldn't look stupid. I couldn't look like I didn't know anything. I had so much armor on that I came off as being intimidating. That was the first time I really got a clue that this isn't how I want to show up. That was that was like the first time. So when you have that idea of having to show up a certain way in order to be accepted or to fit in or to belong, you start to show up as a different person in different situations. Either that or you just show up with full armor on and you don't really let people in. And so what happens after doing this over and over and over again, first of all, you kind of forget who you are and then you actually start to be afraid to be who you really are because you're afraid that that person's not going to be good enough. And then you get trapped in this bubble that's called your comfort zone. And that becomes all you know. I can't even tell you how many clients I am working with or have worked with that say, well, this is all I've ever known, so I don't know how to change it. And that's why. It's like a habit. You do it over and over and over again, and that person becomes who you are. Where it's not truly who you are, it just becomes your pattern, if that makes sense. So the longer and longer you go on, the more afraid you get to get out of the comfort zone. And that is how you get stuck. Makes sense, right? I hear from a lot of women that I talk to that they feel stuck, not living life to the fullest. They're not where they thought they would be, or they're exhausted from trying to do all the things or, you know, measure up. And then when we dig a little deeper, words like I'm not enough or the pressure to succeed or reach higher and higher goals, to be everything to everyone, take care of everyone, have all their shit together. Those things are, you know, a little deeper. And so today we're going to dive into the idea or the feeling of being stuck. So my solution, I really believe to get unstuck, the, the way you do it is to find your truest self and learn how to love all of that self, all of it, even the things that are that, you know, that we've decided are hard to love. That means the things you see as flaws, the things you don't like about yourself, your body, like all of these things, like you have to, you have to learn how to love all of it. When we try to push those things away, we try to, it introduces another feeling. So like if we try to push away, let's say for example, we've been told we're too much. So we try to tone that down and we try to push it away. But really who we are is just like, you know, vibrant and excited to share our ideas. And there's nothing wrong with that part of us. It's just that somewhere along the line, we've been told it's not, it's not good enough. It's we're too much. It's not how you should be. You should be different. And so what I'm saying is like, we have to be with all of those things in order to love all of who we are. So can we be with the person who is too much and accept and love her? Can we do that? Because when we can do that, when we can love all of those pieces, we don't have to worry about what other people are thinking then. Because if we already love that part of us, it's like we've taken back our power with it. And we'll talk about that a little bit more as we go. So first, let's talk about how we get to the place of feeling stuck where we've really lost our perfect, truest self, because we are perfect just how we are, all of us. 
The biggest reason is fear. That is the root of all of it. And some different fears that people have are the fear of failure or making a mistake, fear of being judged, fear of not being good enough, fear of losing something, the fear of losing our identity. So that one's a little tricky. So like we've built up this identity and and sometimes it's multiple identities because we try to kind of fit in with different people. So we have kind of different versions of ourselves depending on where we're at. And so change is sometimes really scary for people or a lot of times really scary for people because we're letting all of those false identities or you know false selves, we're having to let those go. And it's something that has been with us for a long time. So letting it go is really scary. It's like, well, who am I then? And that's, but that's, that's why this is such great work is then, yes, you find that person again. A fear of uncertainty is huge. We all have that. Nobody likes to not know how things are going to go. And then also fear of not having control. So really being stuck is being stuck in your comfort zone. That's really what happens. And it's the fear of doing something that feels unsafe. So you stay put. It feels too risky to to do something different because it feels unsafe. What if something goes wrong? What if you fail? What if you lose something? What if somebody tells you you're not good enough? What if you don't have control of it? All All of those things make it feel very unsafe. It's a scary place to be. So getting back to what I think is really the foundation for building a life that is true to you and is fulfilling, full of joy and purpose and passion. What I believe is the foundation for that is to find your truest self, know your truest self deeply and love all of who you are. That's what I really believe is the foundation for living your best life. So when I work with people on this, And I'm going to tell you about a four-week program I have at the end of this episode. So you'll have an opportunity to chat with me about it a little more if you'd like to. But one of the first things that we do when I work with someone on this is to look at where you're not showing up authentically in your life. What feels misaligned? What feels off? For example, if you're someone who is, you know, keeps your cards close to your vest, you, you totally have to armor up and look like you got your shit together. Don't show any weaknesses or flaws. That's one way of showing up inauthentically. That's not who you really are. I'm willing to bet. Or if you're someone who tries to blend in with the group of people, depending on who you're with, you're kind of changing your personality a little bit from group to group. That is something that I like to call shape-shifting. Some people call it chameleon syndrome, but you're changing, you know, how you show up depending on who you're with. Or you might show up in your life and always be telling yourself that you're not good enough. Your body is not thin enough or your butt's too big or you aren't a good enough athlete. You might look at your achievements and always be telling yourself that you haven't achieved enough in your life. Maybe you are hard on yourself about your parenting, or maybe you have stories about how you handle money. Those are all things that are not really your true self. 
Another way that this can show up is looking at the type of people that you hang around with. Like, are you hanging around with people that you don't really even like because it's like the cool group to be with? That's not authentic. Or the types of things you do in your spare time. Are they things that you really truly love to do? Or is it something that gets approval or external validation? Or it's like, how do you, how do you talk to people? Are you showing up authentically there? A great place to start digging into this is looking at limiting beliefs and self-sabotaging patterns. That's a great place to start. Some of those things come up like, if I don't always put others first, there'll be chaos. I need to keep the peace. I'm the peacekeeper. Or my body needs to look a certain way for me to be worthy of love or belonging. Or I need to show up a certain way to be worthy of love and belonging. Or I'm not good enough at X to succeed at Y. Or success doesn't happen to people like me, so why should I even try? Or feeling the need to be perfect all the time. Those are all things that, those are all false beliefs that we have that are a really good indicator of where you're not showing up authentically in life. So I like to look at those first and really dive into those. And once we can do that, we get so much information about what's misaligned. And then we really look at like, how do you think you would like to show up in those situations? What do you think is true for you? And what sometimes really helps with that is looking at what your values are. That's a wonderful exercise, by the way. I have a great freebie little workbook. If that interests you, just hit me up on my website or email and I can send it to you. But knowing your values is such a great thing to know. Knowing your values really helps drive so much of your life and it helps you see where you're showing up inauthentically. Another great thing to look at is listening to your inner critic, your inner mean girl, I sometimes call it, or your, your ego is another way to refer to it. But listen to that. And where is your voice saying that you're not enough? Where do you hear that commentary that you're not enough? That's a good place also to look at where you're showing up misaligned with who you really are. Because you are enough as you are right now. And the voice that says you're not is wrong and is trying to keep you stuck in your comfort zone. And then the other thing that I love to do with people is really simple is just look at what things you love to do and that you're doing now, or are there, a lo- are there things that you would love to do that you're not doing now? And then take a look at the things you're doing right now. And how do you feel about those? Do you actually like them or not? A couple of examples that pertain to me for many, many, many years, I did long distance uh, races, like mostly triathlons. I've done a marathon and a lot of half marathons, but the marathon and the half Ironman triathlons were really the most time intensive training for me. And I did it year after year after year. And it was a lot of training. And every time I would be walking to transition to set up my transition area for my triathlon, I would be like, I hate this. (laughs) I hate this. And then when I would get done with the race, I would be like, you know, I love this. I totally want to do it again. And so I look back at it. I did enjoy doing that. And I think what I really enjoyed was setting a goal and working towards it and then having it 
you know, complete and feeling good about it. But sometimes I wonder, I I think that a lot of the reason that I did those so religiously was because people were so impressed by it and it made me feel so good, right? I was in such external validation seeking mode that that just, it fueled me. And so I'm not really, I haven't done one since my ex and I split up. It's been seven years. So, you know, maybe I didn't really love doing them that much. (laughs) I still run and I've done a few half marathons in recent history, but You know, the other thing that comes to mind for me is for a while, I would spend a lot of my time hanging out with people at a local like bar, like it was like a beer and wine place. And I met some some friends there. And that's what we would do is we'd go have drinks all the time. And, you know, was it fun? Yeah, but it wasn't really an authentic connection I had with people. It was just a connection I had over beers. And, you know, that was fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But I wasn't like out there cultivating also real authentic relationships. So, yeah. So those are some examples. So take a look at that. Are you where do where do you feel misaligned? Where doesn't it feel like real true to you? And I also like to really look with people at like, what are the things that they think they don't like about themselves? And part of this work is integrating that, like looking at the gifts in that and integrating that into all of who you are, loving that too. Because you have to love the parts that are hard to love too. You can't just pick and choose. So there are a lot of different ways to practice this. There are a lot of great books out there, but a lot of it is self-care. A lot of it is journaling, um, working on your thoughts. It's really all about shifting your energy pattern, your beliefs about yourself and the world. It's, it's really deep work. And like I mentioned, part of that too, is looking at those parts that you don't love so much, the parts that you find are hard to love, and then working on integrating those parts into you. What, what purpose has that piece of you served? And can you just be with that part of you? Who is that? And what would it be like if you didn't have to worry about not being that? If it could just be there and you still like love all of it. Because really at the end of the day, we are just beings. We're human beings. And we have all these different parts of us. And it's not black and white. You know, you might say, I don't want to be mean. Well, we all have mean in us and we all have nice in us. And we might not want to be mean But that doesn't mean you have to hate the part of you that can be mean. So so what I'm saying is, can you be with all of that? Can you just be with all of that and accept that that is a part of you too? Because we, like I said, we all have varying degrees of all different things in us, if that makes sense. So we're not good or bad. We don't have good qualities and bad qualities. We just have qualities. They're all different. When you can love all of it, you don't have to worry about anything outside of you because you're you're just dealing with what's going on inside of you. You can build the confidence that you have everything you need inside of you. There isn't anything outside that you really need to have a joyful, like purpose-filled life. You can stop focusing on what your life looks like on the outside and you can shift to what it feels like. And does it feel right to me? That's your compass. You will be empowered. You're in control of how you view your life. You're in control of how you respond to things. 
you're always in control of that anyway, but you'll feel it when you're loving all of it, all of yourself. You will be in better tune with your intuition. Your intuition guides you. It's almost, it's, it's a little bit like your values guiding you. Your intuition, when you get quiet, when you love all of yourself, it's so much easier to tap into that intuition. It's so much easier to trust it and hear it. There are no longer any judges when you love all of who you are because you're the only one you have to be enough for. That's the most beautiful part is that when you get that, you're the only one you have to be enough for. It's so freeing. You don't need to measure up or set higher and higher goals. You do what feels true for you always. It's like you find your inner compass When you can love all of you, that's like your inner compass and it helps you just find your way because you can always go back to that. Who am I? And when you love that, you trust it. You can listen to that. You can feel your way through life. What is aligned for me? What feels good? And all of this enables you to believe in yourself and in your dreams. And this is where you get unstuck. When you believe You trust yourself. You have faith in others. You believe it's in your power to create happiness, joy, passion, freedom. You're not embarrassed by your dreams. Some people get embarrassed when they they don't want to say too big of a dream because that might seem like arrogant or, you know, people are really funny about that. We forget how to dream as we get older. And when you go through all of this, find your true self and love that person, you're not going to be embarrassed by your dreams. You know, they're not too big or too small. They're just going to be your dreams and they're authentic for you. So that's all that matters. And truly, you become unstoppable where anything is possible for you because you love all of who you are and you believe in that person and in her dreams. So beautiful, right? It's so beautiful. I'm going to tell you real quickly about this four-week program that I'm offering for a limited time. It's called Adventure to Authentic. And in this program, the intention is that you're going to go from feeling stuck and exhausted from the pressure of feeling like you need to measure up or have it all together from going through the motions and feeling like you're not living your best life to discovering what matters the most to you, to having self-confidence and belief in yourself and in your dreams and making happiness, freedom, purpose, and passion a natural way of your life. It is just who you are. So the way it works, it's it's four weeks. Week one, we have a kickoff session where we do a deep dive into your authentic self and your values. And then we have in weeks two and three, 45-minute coaching sessions where we expand on that and really integrate whatever shift you have. And so you can practice it and have accountability, actually making it part of your life, because sometimes that's the hardest part. And then week four is a celebration and wrap up session where we also set intentions for you to move forward into your life with this new shift in how you show up. I have a limited number of these sessions available And this is actually such a great time to get started with the holidays around the corner. Having a coach during this time is going to help you learn what is important to you, which is so important this time of the year. It's going to help you learn to put yourself first so your cup is always full. 
we don't do that enough. We put everyone else first and then we end up exhausted and we don't have enough to give the other people in our lives. It's going to help you manage your time in a way that's authentic to you. And it's also going to help you show up for yourself and lots more. Huge benefits. So what I want to do is chat with you about it. The call alone is going to give you so much insight. You're not going to want to miss that. So we'll chat about the program, see if it's a good fit for you. And even if it's not, you're going to get so much value out of that one call and it's totally free. So go to CourtneyRivard.com slash let's dash talk and you can sign up for a time. And if you don't see a time that works for you, just contact me through my website, CourtneyRivard.com slash contact. And those are linked up in the show notes as well. So yeah, get in touch with me and we can talk about how you can be on your way to living a happier life. So I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. It's something I'm really passionate about because I know that once you can really embrace who you are and it it is a journey to loving all of that person. It really is, but it's a it's a beautiful journey and you'll find that the closer you get or the the more that you really get to know who you are and like and eventually love that person, your life just gets so much better and better all the time. So, yeah, so let's talk, get in touch with me and I'll see you again next week. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Real, Brave, and Unstoppable. If you'd like to learn more about creating an authentic life that's true to who you are, visit CourtneyRivard.com slash lovelife to download your free guide on how to build your vision and create a life that you love. You'll be so glad you did. I'll see you next time.